first and foremost, I want to emphasize the fact that he says, and when you fast. Mm -hmm. So it's expected, like just as much as prayer and worship and reading your word is. And then he also goes on to explain how God sees what you do in private. And so making sure that you're not fasting to prove yourself to others or, or even to yourself, but to do it out of pure devotion to the Lord. Welcome back to season three of the YouTube with us podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Bridget. And you always have a seat at our table. Wow. Can't believe we're in season three. This is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> to think that just a year ago, this podcast was not even born yet. The idea for it was... However, we were still in a place of not even knowing if this was going to right. actually be a thing. And not even a year later, we're at, I don't know, 20-something and counting followers on Instagram. And not that the numbers matter, but just the the impact right. that the God has, has been impacted. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's insane, but it's such a blessing, mm-hmm. um, especially to be doing this with, with you, my best friend, and our amazing producer, Dave. Mm-hmm. Shout y'all, out, Dave. Y'all don't, <laughs> y'all don't see him, but it only looks this good and sounds this good because mm-hmm. of him. So, yeah, I definitely need to um, root him on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. So, if you guys were wondering why we do the seasonal model for podcast for our podcasts, well, for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the British accent. Basically, we um, want to we want to do this for the long run. We want yeah. to do this until the wheels fall off or until God tells us to stop doing it. Right. And in order to do so, we need to make it sustainable and healthy. And so we cannot record on a, a consistent basis all year long. Like, we would burn out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because, like, there's... Other things that um, is on our plate, like Bernie's yeah. a mom of a toddler, and those moms of toddlers, <laughs> yeah, can totally understand um, what that requires. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we also have full time jobs and other ministries that we pour into, and always trying to make time for God as well. But things that also um, we find joy in doing, like mm-hmm. me, like I like to work out, and like Bernie loves to be in creation and go skating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but things like that too so yeah. um, we definitely uh, we need these breaks and breaks like this help us to rejuvenate and mm-hmm. like um, really allow God to speak to us and what he wants us to speak yeah. about so yeah. these breaks are also very um, essential to what he is doing in this podcast yeah for mm-hmm. sure and it allows us to be our best selves and right. show up as best as we can. So we're pouring into you from a place of overflow, mm-hmm. not pouring from an empty cup. Right. Huge. We're huge on that. The reason why some of our seasons might be a little bit longer than others is really just due to sensitivity to the season that we're in, to where God we feel God calling us. We're all about quality over quantity and we'd rather have a season that is like two episodes short of the last season if it means that we are sharing what God really put on our hearts and not forcing it for the sake of reaching a certain number just for the sake of reaching that because we're all about pursuing excellence not perfection um yeah so But yeah, we just wanted to let you guys in on our whys for the break um, mm-hmm. because you're family. So, of course, we just want to 
let you guys know yeah. about all this behind the scenes. Yeah. And if you ever miss us during our breaks, just go back and watch some of our old episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. We're always here for you. But without further ado, let's get into our favorite thing of the week. Ooh. What's your favorite thing? 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 <laughs> I don't remember if we did it three times, three times or twice. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. But okay. You, our favorite thing is really the same thing yesterday, and this is your sign. Yes. To have a girls' night with your besties, and if you're watching this when it comes out, have it for the fall, but mm. if you're watching this later on, whatever season you're in, or just, just for no reason, and create a bucket list. <laughs> so you want to share a little bit about the heart behind this yes so um we have uh okay how do i how do i put oh this wait into words? sorry <laughs> so how to put this into words okay so um uh, Brittany and liz they're my my two best friends we're all best friends and we're adults so it's kind of hard to spend time all three of us together but we really cherish when we get to mm. so with that being said we um always want to do at least like a girl's night however often we can mm-hmm. so spontaneously we, we scheduled um a girl's night but we wanted it to be fall inspired so mm-hmm. that just in and of itself made us super excited uh we even tried to coordinate like colors like it was yeah. just mad fun so um one of the things that was actually britney's idea was to do a fall bucket list so it was going to be boring well not saying that it was boring but it was going to be like kind of like typical like just like list it all out but then she said we should do it like in a bingo card um concept so that's what we did and for our audio listeners um we definitely encourage you to uh, uh, get on YouTube if you want to see uh, our colorful and beautiful bucket list um, uh, to get some ideas or just go on Pinterest. That would be um, another way to get inspired. <laughs> but um, something on my bucket list, um, some things on my bucket list is bake a s'mores pie, design a fall tote, go apple picking and pumpkin picking, um, do a mini photo shoot session, something I don't normally do, but I figured that would be pretty fun. Um, have a fall inspired picnic with my boo. Um, <laughs> make this one was mass specific. It was so funny. Make an aesthetic fall beverage with whipped cream in a cute mug. <laughs> in a cute mug. In a cute fall mug. Hey, it was mad ex- it was specific. Right. And then, you know, there was a couple other ones on there. I haven't filled it up all the way, but, um, the juices will be flowing as fall really enters and then I'll fill the rest of it up. Yeah. And then on mine, <laughs> as you can tell, I like blacks and neutrals. I didn't want to make it super colorful. Uh, which one do you like better? Which one is more your personal taste? We won't we won't get offended. We not promise. at all. But Offense zoom in. Not of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> zoom in on her F. <laughs> so funny. And then in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> um, so some of the favorite things on mine are watch Gilmore Girls. Let me explain. I've tried to watch a show. I just felt like it would be such a warm, cozy show, and people have raved about it, and mm-hmm. every time I try to watch it, I can't get past the first episode, because I just, I don't really watch TV in general um, anymore. Growing up, I always did a lot, but lately, I just, I just don't care for it, but I really want to, and then the person that I got this inspo from, her name is Darling Desi on YouTube, mm-hmm. and she is so different than me in every way, shape, and form, but I just love and appreciate her aesthetic and her love for romanticizing life and i think as someone with adhd 
and who has struggled with like depression and anxiety, a fair share, romanticizing life as, you know, it's become a trend, a buzzword, and it's kind of like, oh, that's so annoying. But it really is something I've done way before, like, yeah. it became a thing, like, since I was a kid. Yeah. And it really, really does help me through not only the hardest of times, but it just helps me Enjoy. connect with God, yeah. honestly, like, mm-hmm. and just really be in, present in every single moment. Enjoy the mundane. See God in the smallest thing. So... It's only mid-August when we when we did this, um, and I think we're just over summer in yeah. Orlando because it's hot. It's extremely hot. So we're ready. Yeah. But some of my things on here are Gilmore Girls. Like I said, it's like it's kind of like a fall vibe type of show. Um, I also really want to go to a drive-in or outdoor movie. Mm. I've never done that. Really want to do that. Fall arts and crafts with Sage. And I'll just probably go on Pinterest for that. Read a fall book. I really want to get more into like reading just for enjoyment, not just self-development. Make a cozy fall drink. And then I'm going to take it a little step further. And right here I have them all listed out on a paper. And I'm going to cut these all up and put it into a jar. And whenever Mm -hmm. I want to, maybe not every single day, but whenever I want to do something, I will pull whatever at random out of the jar. And then I'll get to cross it off of here. So, for example, I have buy local maple syrup. And then on here, I don't have that, but I do have go to a farmer's market. So, mm. most of the time, You'll find you it can there. find that at a yeah. farmer's market. So, I'll, you know, that kind of hits that. And then each time I do one of these, I'm going to put one slash through it, one line through it, rather than crossing it out. Because then I'll be able to look back and see, like, which ones I did more than others. And just learn more about what I enjoy and, yeah. like, what next year I probably won't do. Um, and what I also didn't get to do. Mm-hmm. So really excited about this. Yeah, it was Hopefully so much fun. Hopefully we stick through it. We'll let you guys know in a few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun to do. Um, even just the simple fact of like uh, pulling out all the markers and yeah. the crayons. And like, we'll, you know. we'll like, uh, yeah. Dave, can we um, put in some videos here of showing our, our night and just our aesthetic <laughs> videos of made a little tablescape and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was super fun. Well, that's our favorite thing, and let's get into the topic. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and subscribe to our channel, and make sure you hit that bell notification so you stay up to date with any and all new episodes. If you prefer listening to your podcast through audio only, whether you're driving, cleaning around the house, changing dirty diapers, we got you because we're on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. (laughs) So don't forget to follow us and leave a rating and review. The reason why we ask for this is because it really helps the podcast get pushed up in the algorithm. And the more that you share the podcast, the more we get to share the gospel. Amen. So we thank you so much for being here and we love you guys. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about a not so fun topic. Something that if we just put blatantly what this episode was about in the YouTube title, people would not probably click on it. Mm. But if you've ever felt like you are not hearing from God clearly, if you've ever felt like really disconnected from him or there's things that you're relying on a little bit too much, um, especially more than you're relying on him, or if you just really want to dive deeper into your relationship with him, could be a warning sign. That. <laughs> that you are being led to fast and fasting is one of those spiritual disciplines that really just allows to really allows you to give up something that either you're used to or 
you find some kind of dependence on which way or another. Or that you need. Yeah, or that <laughs> like you food. need. Yeah, just like, exactly. Yeah. Um, to really just put God in that place more than you do on a daily basis. Um, and fasting is for a period of time. And for that period of time, you are just even that much more intentional um, of really spending time with the Lord in prayer, first and foremost, mm. um, in his word and every any other um, form that you spend with him. But yeah. mainly prayer is the most common way um, we put in conjunction with our fasting. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, fasting is life-changing. Um, for sure. And sure. we've both of us have um, our own like personal testimonies of like how we have heard God, have seen God and felt God um, in our periods of fasting. Yeah. And it's been incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. So fasting is something that we see in scripture that we're not necessarily commanded to do. Right. But when you look back, historically, Christians have been fasting since the beginning of time mm -hmm. um, and Jews have been fasting even before Christ came to earth. And why, you know, like in the Muslim faith, they are commanded to fast, to my knowledge. Um, it's like a requirement. But the thing is, in Christianity, there's technically, I don't want to say there's technically no requirements, but we're not, we don't see in scripture that we're commanded to fast. However, we do see that um, the, the power, the impact of fasting on your own spiritual walk and relationship with God and how God just shows up in the midst of that. And it's just... It's such a beautiful thing, and it's I feel like it's a it's the forgotten spiritual discipline, yeah. but it's so important. Yeah. And so if you've been feeling like just in a, a weird place with God or things are out of alignment and you just kind of can't break something, there's a few reasons why we fast. One would be to fast for a specific thing that you're praying about, and it's important to approach it not in a way that's transactional. Right. Like God is not an ATM. Right. You don't put in fasting and get out an answered prayer. Mm -hmm. The thing is like when you fast, you're denying yourself so much that you are being so humble to the point that you just want what God's will is. You know, it's it's perfectly okay and encouraged even in scripture to present our requests and petitions to him. But ultimately what we want is to be in alignment with his perfect will for us. We want to want what he wants for us mm -hmm. and fasting is a, an amazing way to do that yeah you mentioned it um off camera that it's a form of like long suffering like denying of yourself um but that only makes you stronger you know like that um that it builds perseverance like yeah. when you go through mm. um something really rough or something that's very difficult difficult challenge yeah um it really just builds you builds you up and you become stronger from that. Mm -hmm. So um, in the context of fasting, you are denying yourself with either food or whichever other um, way you decide to really just um, grow stronger in your relationship with yeah. the Lord because your dependence is growing stronger. Your dependence right. on whatever it is that, that you are fasting, um, you're replacing that that much more with god yeah you know exactly. and so your your relationship with him is only growing stronger and stronger mm -hmm. and uh the more often you do that like Brittany did mention the more often you do that um you don't like Brittany mentioned you don't have to do it it's not commanded for you to do it um but it is highly favored of course um the more often you do it the stronger you'll be you know yeah i feel like like it's not commanded but it's expected and we mm -hmm. see that like jesus in matthew i have the scripture right here Matthew, 
Matthew 6, verse 16 to 18. This is a New Living Translation. Jesus says, And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, when you fast, not if, he says when, so it's expected that we should be fasting. He says, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. So there's so much. That's such a dense scripture. But first and foremost, I want to emphasize the fact that he says, and when you fast. Mm -hmm. So it's expected, like just as much as prayer and worship and reading your word is. And then he also goes on to explain how God sees what you do in private. And so making sure that you're not fasting to prove yourself to others or or even to yourself, but to do it out of pure devotion to the Lord. Exactly. And when you mentioned how fasting makes us stronger, I think of the scripture, um, James, I want to say it's James 1, 2. We'll put it right here on the lower thirds for those who are watching on YouTube. And uh, James says... Um, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, for the testing of your faith produces perseverance, mm-hmm. and perseverance produces, I endurance, think, endurance, I and mm-hmm. so let it have its its work in you, essentially. Right. So with that, he's giving us encouragement that when we go through trials, our faith is matured. Mm-hmm. And in a way, fasting is choosing to put yourself through a trial. You know, like, your life may be going so well right now, but you're like, mm, I'm a little too comfortable right now, so... I need to, and not to say, not to glorify like the struggle. We don't want to have a poverty gospel, a suffering gospel either. However, um, there is a beauty in, there's like, that is the gospel in denying yourself, denying your flesh so that your spirit can grow stronger. Right. right. And yeah, do you want to kind of share about like what, what fasting is? Like, what do you, maybe some people are like, well, what exactly is fasting? Yeah. So I was trying to prepare for that exact question, to be honest, because personally, I didn't feel like I had like a clear definition on my own, but like my heart knew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So um, I'm reading this off of gotquestions.org because it found the words for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, That's a word. <laughs> That's a whole word right there. Um, the purpose of fasting should be to take your eyes off the things of this world to focus completely on God. Fasting is a way to demonstrate to God and to others that we are serious about our relationship with him. Fasting helps us to gain a new perspective and a renewed reliance upon God. And I couldn't have said it better myself because when I have fasted, um, it has been for me to really like tune in just that much more specifically and sensitively mm-hmm. to my my Lord, you know. Yeah. Um, and as we know, and I know we mentioned it before, that he doesn't always speak to us like audibly, um, but he speaks to us in many, many different ways. And whenever I have fasted, I have definitely have not only heard him clearly but i've also i have felt his presence to a whole nother level when i have fasted and um like on one of the times that i can remember when i have fasted like the peace that he gave me yeah and and an uncertainty that i had Mm -hmm. like the the reason that i felt called to to fast at the time um he just he didn't say anything per se but it was just a peace that really surpassed my understanding like it just just engulfed engulfed me engulfed Mm -hmm. my 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 heart and that was 
enough for me to just continue to move forward, to depend on him, to trust in him. And like, you know what? Like, I don't know exactly what's ahead of me right. um, in this particular mm-hmm. thing that I might be a little like uncertain about, but yeah. I feel your peace, Lord. So therefore I know I'm in good hands, Yeah, you know? Um, so it's really to make space is I feel like it's to make space to really allow God in, um, turn away from any distractions of, of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, cause in that time that you're, that you would have been doing something like what if that, if it was eating something or cooking something or like scrolling through social media, whatever the case may be, um, that time you could be, you, you probably would use to pray out to the Lord or yeah. just talk to him, you know? Um, that's one. And then another one is in a way, like I kind of feel like it's you showing him how serious you are about loving him, Mm -hmm. you know, like in any relationship effort is huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, like acts of kindness or, um, uh, service or anything like that is a, is a form of way of showing like, how much you really care mm. about that person and your relationship with that person. So it's putting feet to your face. Exactly. Like I would say. <laughs> exactly. So in a practical sense of it, like I feel like it's like, Lord, like this is my way of really like showing you that you are this important to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you are more important than whatever it is right, that right, I am right. sacrificing. I am mm-hmm. um, fasting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I think that's cool that you said um, you fasted and, you were overwhelmed with worry and anxiety, mm-hmm. essentially, and then fasting. What your what the response was or the result was was his peace. Exactly. So it's like worry was consuming you when peace should have been filling you because Ooh, you know girl. what I mean. Like that peace comes from God, right. and we have access to it. But you were so focused on whatever it was right. that was around you. But when you shifted your focus from those things to Him. And what that looked like in this specific situation is fasting. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes people are like, well, what does that mean? How do you shift your focus from your circumstance to God? Prayer, worship, fasting, getting in the word. Like, Mm -hmm. things that you, like, actually have to do, you know, not saying that you do that to earn his love. But if you've already know God and know his love and, and you're seeking him, but, you know, things are a little off, these things really help you grow spiritually mm-hmm. and they really create internal change right you did mention um one reason why um we shouldn't fast which is like like to kind of like prove our righteousness yeah you know but um what would you say is some other or if you can um tell our audience um <laughs> uh, what are some other reasons why we we shouldn't fast we shouldn't fast we definitely shouldn't fast for just to diet and right. like to lose some weight right. that's a diet that's mm-hmm. not a fast i mean don't get us wrong, like intermittent fasting for physical fitness and stuff, that's a real thing. However, a spiritual fast, we're talking in the context of spiritual fast as believers. Mm-hmm. That's totally different. And so you really got to check your heart there. Right, right. And essentially, like, it's really about the heart. Yeah. You know, um, God cares the most is mm-hmm. about your heart. You know, where's your heart posture? Um, and... Like, are you doing this to prove to others, like, just how Christian you really yeah. are? You know, because I, I know that there's, like, uh, perspectives of, of people who may not really, like, gotten um, a good image of, of Christians. And they're like, oh, we're supposed to be this. We're supposed to be that. And so you're just doing it just to kind of, like, 
put up a front or whatever the mm. case may be. Um, but it's really it's just your heart, like the diet, like, oh, I know, like fasting, I'm, um, it's good, it's a good discipline, but I also can lose weight. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's at the end of the day, God cares mostly about your heart and you can't hide from him. Oh, yeah. No. Like you can't hide <laughs> from him. You might you might try to tell yourself like, oh, nah, like I'm doing this for, you know, these real reasons. the heart. Right, mm. like, nah, like, yeah, you can't, you can't hide. So he knows exactly um, your heart. And honestly, like if, um, you are struggling with with your heart posture on fasting, pray out to him. I remember um, when, um, before I came to the Lord, um, I asked you a question. I can't remember the exact question, but you mentioned fasting. And because um, in that season of time, I was like so incredibly hungry for God's peace. Um, and so you mentioned fasting and it was like intimidating to me because it's like, how do you do it? Like, just how do you do it? So there is a challenge absolutely to fasting and, um, I didn't know how to go about it at first, but then, um, I just kept seeking God. Like I just kept praying out to him. Um, and Lord, like, please like help my heart, like Mm -hmm. help me desire these things help. I just wanted to get closer to him and lo and behold, he did like, um, open the opportunity and strengthen my heart, strengthen me to just mm-hmm. even take a step forward in fasting. And I think my very first time of fasting was more of an intermediate fast. And it was like, oh, I'm not going to to eat or drink anything from a, a certain time to another time. Intermittent, you mean? Intermittent. Okay. What did I say? Intermediate. Oh. oh. <laughs> like there's there's <laughs> levels. Beginner, intermediate, pro. Oh, my lanto. <laughs> I'm dead. An official uh, welcome back. <laughs> No, I think that's so good. And I can't help but think about this diagram that I saw in um, the Freedom Book Curriculum Mm. book, which is a small group that we have at church. And it just breaks down the makeup of a human in a diagram and it's circles within circles. So the most outermost circle represents like the three components that make up a human is the body, their soul and their spirit. And The thing is, when the body is not fed, it gets loud, right? We hear our stomach grumbling and stuff like that. When the soul is not fed, we hear it because, you know, there's like anxiety and worry and stress and anger um, that come from our, and your spirit, not sorry, not your spirit, your soul is comprised of your mind, your your will, and your emotions. And then the spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, which dwells in you, that, when not fed, gets quieter the holy spirit gets quieter so fasting really is a way to deny the body and or the soul so that you can hear your spirit the holy spirit more be more sensitive to his guidance be more sensitive to his wisdom be more sensitive to the word of god and yeah really at the root of it it's laying something down at the altar at god's feet because you just want more of him yeah and as we mentioned about the whole, like, it's challenging to yeah. fast. I feel like I have seen transformation the most um, personally is when I've done it in community. Like, when, of course, I've seen it um, in when I've done it on my own. Okay. But when I've done it in community, it's like the fact that we can hold each other accountable mm, on yeah. on the whole uh, like when we're fasting but also i feel like loving on each other because yeah. like we're fasting so if like Brittany, if you was to tell me like oh i'm fasting meat and whatever else i will like lovingly not 
offer right. you meet or, yeah. or anything like that. It's just like it's like not stumbling your brother's right, sister, like right, says. yeah, right, exactly. And I just felt like because um, ultimately our two uh, commandments is to love God and to love people, and love is the root of, of of everything, you know. And so I feel like when I fasted um, in community, like the way that I have felt God's love mm-hmm. through that and, um, and us supporting one another, I have just felt like such a, a, a transformation in my heart to, yeah. you know, like, like a fire, like, like mm-hmm. you just add a little bit more logs to my fire, you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> a little bit more logs. <laughs> um, so I just say that to encourage everyone. If you have a brother or sister walking with you, um, uh, in this journey of faith to fast together, um, to yeah. pray about it, to pray together, and to fast together, uh, you'd be surprised how God really moves not only in your in your own lives and your yeah. own heart, but also in your relationship with um, one another. Yeah, I think it's important to make sure you're fasting because God is calling you to, or right. because you're doing it for the right reasons, not just because your friend is fasting. Correct. So even when someone does give you an invitation to fast with them, make sure you're pursuing God and asking Him what you want. You need to fast. And for why? Like, yeah. for what reason? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting when we think about, like, the definition of fasting and how fasting, there's different types of fasts. So right. we're going to get into that now. And um, typically and historically, a fast would be not eating any food. Like, depriving yourself. <laughs> sounds harsh, but <laughs> it is. Um, depriving yourself of any, like, sustenance, essentially, besides water or liquids. And um, I believe Dave told us that it also pretty much means that you're not putting any calories into right, your body, just right. water. Um, and historically, that's what they would do. And that's hard. Like, yeah. that's really, your body needs water. Obviously, we're not saying to do that. The The moral of the story here, be sensitive to, <laughs> like, especially if you have physical um, ailments or you're breastfeeding or you're on medications or, you know, there's... Any Another health reason. conditions, exactly. and, yeah, concerns. concerns yeah. Consult your doctor and right. make sure you're, you're choosing your fast wisely. But I thought it was so interesting because breakfast, like our first meal of the day, it's literally break fast. You're breaking your fast because throughout the night you're not ingesting anything. Correct, yeah. And so like it's just a cool correlation between like that's what fasting is, right. not taking in anything. However, we know that we don't live in legalistic law times of the bible and we have liberty to do things as long as the matter of our heart is like our heart is in the right place so some of the fasts that we can do um do you want to kind of dive into some of them yeah so um there is absolute fast so like three or 40 days it doesn't have to be exactly that long but that's just to give you some context like a range right it can be anywhere from three to 40 obviously 40 is super duper hard right <laughs> right right um can be like maybe just drinking liquid um that that could be like an absolute fast no no ingestion of calories mm-hmm. um per se or it can be like no sugars like juices sugars. and stuff mm, okay um a partial fast can be like a restriction of a diet um so um i feel like this could be more of like a intermittent did i say right intermittent yeah <laughs> intermittent fasting mm-hmm. so like um you just restrict yourself from uh time to time uh, uh, some people do it from sunrise to sunset mm-hmm. or um 8 a.m to like 6 p.m um just to give an example um yeah. i uh, feel like another one is very common is very popular is the daniel fast which that one is um the only thing you eat uh is organic whole foods i believe uh fruits veggies 
whole grains, nuts, mm-hmm. um, and then non-food. So that's more like of a soul fast. Yes. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of us are familiar with that term, um, but it's like uh, refraining from uh, watching any kind of TV or certain things on TV, social media, um, anything that um, is like more of a direct effect to your soul. Um do you want to dive more into Yeah, I think soul fasts are really good um especially if you've never fasted before. And soul fasts are something I do like on the regular and I really recommend it if I ever notice that I'm becoming a little bit too reliant on something. For example, Instagram. If I notice that I'm in a season where I'm just aimlessly opening up the app for no reason, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> I need to like fast this for a while or if it's just getting to an unhealthy place or if something has a hold on you, you can also fast for breakthrough. Like if you're addicted to something, let's say pornography, try fasting it for a month or two weeks or whatever. And, and let someone in on, you know, up to you. If you want to let someone in on that, if you have someone walking with you through that, but you can, you can really experience breakthrough and freedom from certain things that have a hold on you because you're literally denying that part of you that wants that thing so bad, Mm -hmm. probably wants it more than you want God. The important thing about fasting is whatever you're abstaining from or not having, for example, if you're doing a fast where you're not eating food, but every time you get hungry and you feel the hunger pains, you you have to make sure that whatever you're emptying yourself from, you're putting God in place. That's so good. Filling yourself with God. Mm-hmm. So have a plan. Have a strategy. Before you fast, you should sit down. You should journal about it. Pray about it. Yeah. And, and write a plan. You know, scripture says where there's a lack of vision, the people perish. Like It's important to have a vision because then you're going to get lost in the sauce. Yeah. You might forget why you're fasting or you might not stick with it and feel horrible and um you're human but knowing why you're fasting how long you're going to fast what you're fasting and sticking with that strategy is so important yeah that's that's so good so part of a soul fast i like to think of like the diagram that i kind of just illustrated where the outermost part is your body so if you are doing a fast that, that is involved with food um you're going to be denying your physical flesh and you're also going to feel a heightening in your um, like it's going to affect everything after that. So it's going to affect your body, your soul and your spirit. Mm-hmm. But a soul fast, it's going to be a little bit easier on your body. You're not going to have the same hunger pains, obviously, but you're, you will realize that your soul is hungering for certain things more mm-hmm. than it's hungering for God. And a soul fast is important because it reveals to us things that might not be inherently sinful, but that we're giving too much weight to. So for example, I want to bring up some scripture real quick. So in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 12, Paul says, you say I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. Mm -hmm. So if you're becoming a slave to social media, social media is not sinful mm-hmm. if you're becoming a slave to tv to sex in ma- in marriage um what was that if you are becoming a slave to secular music and you just feel like you have to listen to it mm-hmm. uh shopping for those of you who love shopping i have a friend who loves shopping and she's fasted shopping multiple mm. times and that's that's a lot. I think of the woman in scripture, the widow who gave pretty much what's equivalent to like one penny. And I believe Jesus said, 
sorry if I'm wrong here, but like for all the details, but he said that like she gave up more than the people who gave, you know, who were more wealthy and gave more, but because it was to her, that was a huge offering Yeah. because she had nothing. Mm. And so it's similar. So whatever is holding a lot of weight in your life, lay down yeah you know that's the beauty uh, and that's the the heart of what fasting is yeah as you were talking i just kept uh thinking of the word comparison because of mm. the soul so like a lot of movies a lot of tv and like social media in mm-hmm. this case um i think of a lot of comparison because um you're comparing yourself to whatever it is that you're watching or you're allowing to your mind to consume and I feel like if you get too consumed by that, then in a way you're kind of like saying you don't like how God either has made you and mm. like how he's created you in um, or just where he has you, Yeah, you know? And, and um, I think one of the biggest things that God has really spoke to me in the, my current season is to just enjoy the today, enjoy yeah. the right now, to really be content, even mm. though I have every reason yeah. to find an excuse to not be content, mm-hmm. to just be content in in what I have right now. And um, in, uh, in scripture, and I know it's in Philippians, I can't find the exact um, address, but we'll have it here, is um, I can do all things through Christ mm-hmm. um, who strengthens me. And I know that in context, that is to be content in what is present like what he what he has provided for me right now like I um and I know that that sometimes we gets taken out of context and it was like like an eye-opener for me like when um I learned the correct context for that and, yeah yeah um he's just spoken so much to to me um in that and I feel like when we do so fast like it helps us to kind of like get mm-hmm. back to appreciating right like just where God has us and how he made us, yeah. um, you know, to kind of combat that whole comparison. No, it's really thing. good. Cause like that comparison, feeling that comparison, that could be a good identifier that like, Hey, mm-hmm. I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Like this way I'm feeling is not of God. It's not from God. Mm-hmm. So there's something a little bit out of alignment. So let me get back in alignment with God yeah. and deny my flesh and get back to a place of taking the focus off me right. you know like there's so much that comes with comparison there's coveting there's yeah. there's um inadequacy there's pride which inadequacy really just is pride it just in a, in a different extreme of arrogance and um yeah i think anything that takes our heart out of a place of contentment with god right. and humility really uh is a good reason to fast right right so, right I love that. We hope that you guys learned something. We hope that this conversation was edifying. Yes. We hope that it was encouraging. If you have been feeling any of the things that we mentioned, if you just need like a refresh, like a spiritual reset, mm-hmm. please like schedule in fast in your regular da- um, daily disciplines, not daily, but just your regular routine. And I promise that you'll see like, God show up in ways that you weren't even expecting. Right, right, exactly. And I'd love to hear your testimonies, too. Yes, if you can leave any comments um, of your personal testimonies or even questions that you may have, um, please do. We'd love to engage with you all and interact and to hear your stories if you definitely um, 
want to allow us in. We thank you guys so much for listening, for tuning in today. This is just the start of another season. Hopefully many, many, many more. Uh, if you are not subscribed already, make sure you do so. If you're listening on YouTube, watching on YouTube, hit that bell notification and share this with three friends that you think it could bless. Um, we thank you guys and we love you and let's pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you, God, just just for being with us here. First and foremost, we thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are loving, that you are kind. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth, putting on flesh as a human so that you could also know how hard it is for us to fast, to deny our flesh. You were tempted, yet you did not sin. And we fall short every day, God, and we know that... Um, we cannot live on bread alone like you said lord literally and figuratively god but we need your word to fill us spiritually god that there's a hunger for you that nothing in this world can satisfy i pray god that every person listening would you would reveal to them what they may be um hungering for thirsting after that is not you lord and that they would put you back in your rightful place god as lord of their heart as king of their heart god i pray that you would do so graciously and lovingly as you always do god and that um, you would just show them the areas of their life that need surrender, Lord, to you so that you can allow them to live in the abundance that you promise us, Lord, which comes with just all your spiritual blessings. And uh, we thank you just for allowing us to have another season of this podcast, Lord, allow everything that we say to not be words of our own knowledge or flesh or experiences, God, but words that are truly that you are speaking through us, Lord. Uh, we thank you and we love you in your holy name we pray. Amen.